0: He's happy to be in the house of the Lord, but not necessarily come to hear, hear me or any brother, but we come to expect to hear from the Lord this morning. Let's all, uh, let's all stand Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time we have to come together once again, Lord, not knowing how many more times we'll have this opportunity, but God, may we. Take full advantage of it, Lord. May You just come down in this little lesson this morning, Father, and may You just anoint my lips, anoint our ears, Father. Give us stuff for our strength for our journey, Lord. We'll place it in Your hands in Jesus' name, Amen. If you have your Bibles, I'll read First Corinthians twenty-nine chapter chapter twenty-nine, verse ten through twelve. Should have it on the screen. Wherefore, David blessed the Lord before all the congregation, and David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power. Get that. In thine hand is power, and might. And in thine hand is to make great, and to give strength unto all. And in Philippians four thirteen, he says, Paul says, "I can do all things through Christ, which strengthen me." Amen. May God bless the word. You have your seats. Put a title to this. I was once put in being God's hands. Hands signify power, signifies authority. Because we know when Jesus died, he rose up and ascended into the right hand of God. Amen. Not that he is on the right hand of God, but he descended up as the authority, he had the power. So Jesus standing on the right hand of God, he has all power. Amen. All because of what he had done, he had came on the earth, he had died, he had accomplished what he came for. He arose and ascended up and came back down. And then he appeared to the disciples, because Jesus sent, told them right before he ascended back up. He says, I've been up there. I've come back. Now all power belongs to me. He says, I have all power of all heaven. power of all earth is on me. He didn't get less power. He got more power. Amen. So what happened when he got God's power? Did God lose his power? <laughs> God didn't lose no power, because there's not three gods. All that God was, he poured into Christ and all that Christ was, he poured into the church. So what what that gives us today, we got more power. We have all the power because in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said unto them, saying all power, everything, everything is given unto me in heaven and earth. So what are you going to do? He said, I've got the power, so I'm going to give it to you. So go ye therefore into all the world, (laughs) be baptizing, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, he's telling them. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. He said, I have told you, so this is what you're going to do. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Jesus took all of God's power <laughs> and gave it to you. That's what happens when he comes back on the day of Pentecost. All that God was, he poured into Christ. Like I said, minute God, all that Christ was, he poured into the church. That means you have all the power. So the power has been transferred to you. God in you. Now it's when you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Now these hands are going to take these hands are going to do what you tell them to do. If you don't tell them to do nothing, she's going to, she's going to sit here. But if you tell your hands to pick up that fork and dig in that plate and take a bite, that's what your hands are going to do. Scratch your head. <laughs> your hands are going to do it. Whatever these, you have power over your hands. So what are you going to say to your hands today? <laughs> you no, know, you can get on your phone. Play games. You got a game controller. What's in your hands? <laughs> these hands were once used for the devil's work Amen. they used to smoke you tell it go to and grab you a cigarette smoke grab you a drink take you a little drink whatever the, whatever the devil told us to do with our hands is what we did with it but now they're used for God God says I want you to worship me we, raise, we say hands you're going to raise up Amen. you're going to worship God we're being God's hands you, you get excited you want to clap your hands Take your hands. That's what God is using your hands. Whatever's in your hands, God's going to use it. Amen. Hallelujah. If we completely surrender to God, he can use our hands to lay them on the sick and cast out devils. Amen. Your hands is God's hands. But we have to humble ourselves. Therefore, the mi- under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. But we try to do too many things our way. We try to use our own hands to accomplish things. We try to use our own intellect to get things accomplished. But he can't use us until we realize we're nothing. Brother Graham says in Wild Little Bethlehem, God don't do it that way. He takes something that's nothing so that he can show himself to be mighty. That he can. If he had took a high priest or a well-trained man in the days when he was calling the apostles, if he took that instead of the ignorant, unlearned fisherman who couldn't even write his own name, they could have said, oh, that you see, your education paid off. But God took a man who couldn't even write his name Amen. and that he could take something that he could get into his hand, something that he could make something out of to show that he's God. Would he get to a place that we realize that we're nothing? Then get in God's hands and he can mold you. And make you the way he wants you to be. But as long as we go around and feel like we're important. Then you'll never get nowhere. You can't even get in the hands of God until you realize you're not important. Let's realize that this morning. We're not important. But we have the power in our hands. So what power do you have? Is it your own power? (laughs) I don't want my own power. My own power ain't going to do nothing. Under my own power, I can't, speak, I can't speak sickness to go away on people. I can't cast out devils by my own power. Without, without him, I am nothing. But in thy, it's in thine hand you have a choice of what you want to do. You have life or death being presented to you. It's what you choose. God is just requiring a complete surrender to him. You can't be in the world and God. You can't have both. It's what's in your hands that gives you power. What's in your hand? Amen. If you want God to use what's in your hands, what's in there? Is it your phone? Or some kind of game controller? Can God use that? What's in your hand? Yes. Amen. What was in the hands of Moses? It was a stick. Yeah. Most people just, all they see was a stick. Moses killed up to the burning bush. Moses like, I can't do nothing. <laughs> God said, finally got you there after 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Finally got you. Because 40 years before that, he had tried to do it on his own. Yeah. He tried to, he tried, he took his matters into his own hands. He was going to conquer Egypt. It didn't work. But when he got in front of the burning bush, God said, what's in your hand? I'm going to use what you got. Moses said, that's just a stick. He said, well, throw it on the ground. It turned to a snake. He just picks it up and turns to a rod. God says, now you're ready. Go conquer Egypt. Amen. That was what Moses had in his hand. Shamgar, what did he have in his? He had an ox goad. It was used for prodding cattle. as all it was used for under, under Shamgar the man. He would prod cattle. <laughs> Glory. Try not to get too excited here. Brother Jason told me to teach by the letter. He said, teach, let it fly. So... I'm trying not to. I'm going to let him do the preaching. But under just Shamgard, it was just an ox goat. Well, he got tired of 600, got tired of Philistines stealing his food every year. He said, I've got to, something's got to happen. So I'm going to place this ox goat into the hands of God and see what God will do with it. What happened? When, I, when that finally? he said, I can't take it no more. I can't do, I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing on my own to fight these Philistines. But God's power come in him, and he slays six hundred of them. What about Samson? He took it. To Samson, he just had a jawbone. We know what happened. He, was, he had a thousand Philistines upon him, and he just looks over and sees a jawbone laying on the ground, a normal jawbone. You couldn't whoop a thousand people. You hit, you'd hit across a, a soldier's helmet one time, it'd shatter. But yeah. Bram said there was a thousand of them. Samson was just a little bitty little thing, but the spirit of the Lord is what was big. God always takes the foolishness. (laughs) He takes the foolishness of preaching. That's what we do, brother Caleb. Every time we get up here, we're a bunch of fools. We're fools for Christ. He takes the foolishness of preaching. (laughs) What we're used by God. Remember, God always takes the foolish and the ignorant things like that to do his work, you see. He takes something that's nothing. All at once, here comes those Philistines and surrounding him to kill him. He took the jawbone of a mule that was laying there, picked up the jawbone of that mule, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. What's in your hand, Samson? At first, it looked like an old jawbone laying there. The first slick he would have hit, it would have burst into a thousand pieces over the top of one of those helmets. When a thousand rushed upon him and he beat every one of them to death, that was when the Spirit of God came upon him. <laughs> I like this next statement. It popped out at me. He said, if we could only be jawbones in the hand of God. Amen. Amen. What could God do with us? If we, he could just get us in his hands, let our hands be his hands, <laughs> what would happen? Lord, let me. David with a sling. Just a sling in David's hand. He just had it to protect sheep. When animals come and attack it, he just picked up a stone. He would kill, kill the animals. But what happened when it got into the hands of God? A big Philistine devil standing up there cursing God in Israel. David said, I can't take this. Brother Ram said in Witnesses, he got the thing to working right. He got it going around and around. Oh, yeah. But David had something to do. Yeah. All he had to do was just get it started. Yeah. God would do the rest. Yeah. That's what we had to do. We got to get it started. If you need healing, get it started. Yeah. If you need deliverance, get it started. Just get it started and let God do the rest. There's power in your hand to defeat the devil. Remember said when you get the faith in Jesus Christ working in perpetual perpetual motion in your soul, something is going to take place. Sin and sickness will get away from you. Devils will scatter like roaches on a floor. Wow. (laughs) Devils will scatter like roaches on the floor in the summertime when the light is turned on. Yes, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So here he come. He says, I'll meet you in the name of the Lord, God of Israel. And he began to swing that slingshot around. And the Holy Ghost shot that rock right up, that Philistine, and killed him. David took his own sword and cut his head off. Took Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. And then he held it up. <laughs> and then he says, come on, boys. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, come on. All we got to do is get it started and let God do it. Come on, boys, he said. Amen. We are in the hand of God. Victory is ours. <laughs> That's my cry today. Yes. Amen. It's come on, young people. Come on, middle aged people. Come on, old people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, boys. Victory is ours. Yes. Amen. How many wants victory? Oh, yeah. Amen. What's in your hand? Hallelujah. <laughs> just ask yourself. All you got to do is just give it to God. Just let God, let go and let God. I always wonder about that statement. Just let go. Let God. It's easy. <laughs> not really. It's not really easy. What happened when Jesus had 5,000 to feed? He said, feed these people. I said, well, he ain't got nothing but a few little fishes and a few little loaves. That might have fed. Brother Chris, it might have just fed me. I might have shared with you. But when God got a hold of it. It fed 5,000 people and then had 12 basketfuls left over Power That's what's in God Jesus' hand You have power You have the Holy Ghost It gets all over you What happened to Peter at the gate beautiful? Peter said I have none Silver and gold have I none But such as I have I give to thee In the name of Jesus Christ rise up and walk he had a power from somewhere. Was he, he's be, he was being in God's hands. Hallelujah. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. <laughs> We've seen so much happen right here Wednesday night. Yeah. Prayer cloths being prayed over. What happens when the brothers come up here and we all laid our hands upon top of one another? Amen. It was God's hands yeah. praying over those cloths when you come up here and get prayed for, no matter who it is, as soon as that man lays hands on you, it's God laying hands on you. If we just get the faith, we come up here and we say, I've already seen it because I know God's hands is on me. God is praying for me, not just a man. Cause like I said, we can't do nothing. Hallelujah. Brother says, so with the laying hands on the sick, if, He says, we're anointed to do so from God. Our hands represent God's hands. That's the only hands he has is ours. And we pray for the sick. He has no voice tonight but our voice, he says. He has no hands but our hands. He has your hands. That's whose hands it is. Oh, my goodness. He has no hands on earth but mine and yours. His voice... On earth is ours. Our voice is given to him. That's why we preach the gospel. Amen. We believe it's not just us. <laughs> Don't worry, Brother Caleb. Right. We believe it's not just us standing up here. Amen. Because it's just us, it's nothing. It's a mess. But with God, what comes out of here? What will what you take out that door with you? It's the Holy Ghost speaking through us. You are in good hands. <laughs> you know they, Allstate Insurance. You know, you're in good hands with Allstate. We got something better than that. We're in good hands. Hallelujah. Our lips are the only lips He's got on earth. Our hands is His only hands. That God has on earth. The only eyes. That God has. Our hands again are the only hands. Get it? He has our hands. God working through his people. God is in his people. Jesus says I'll be with you. Amen. I'll be with you. Even in you. Amen. Until the end of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what can you use today? What can we do today? We're in God's hands. Because Jesus had said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall you do also. And greater works. Amen. The word greater there means more We'll do more works than what he did. (laughs) Lord, give me the faith to believe that you'll do greater works, more works through me. (laughs) I'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover because I'm in God's hands. Greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. Glory to God. Lord, I want to be your hands. How many wants to be his hands? So what do you got in your hand? I know, I'm I'm done a little early. But what do you have in your hands? You just realize it. Just look at it, what God has given you. We have the word. (laughs) We have the word in our hands. What can we do with the word? The word of God could defeat the devil anytime. Amen. Anywhere, any place, anytime. It don't matter where we're at. Because we got, we are in God's hands. We're being God's hands. We'll defeat every devil. So if you got a sickness this morning, you're going to come up for prayer. Or whatever, whatever need you have, just know that as soon as those hands touch your head or your hands, It's God's hands being God's hands. Let's all stand. Father, that's my desire this morning. Lord, I want to be in your hands because I know I'm nothing without you. God, just take my life, Lord. Just take everything about me, Father. Lord, I surrender completely to you a full consecration of my whole being to you, Father, that my feet is yours, my hands is yours, my lips is yours, my eyes, my ears, my entire being is yours. I'm being in God's hands. Yes. Father, walking on this earth, people, if people just realize it, who we are, yes. not that we're some great something because we're not, but, Lord, we have you. That makes it all the difference, Father. Yes. Lord, I place this in your hands, Lord. May you bless the further part of this service. Be with our singers and the song leader, Lord. And, Father, may your presence be felt from the beginning of the service. And be with our brother, Lord, as he brings forth the word, Father. We come hungry to you, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.